I just want to mention before we get too deep that uh, our listeners know, Dan and John, that we have great advertisers who support the show and keep it free. One of the reasons why advertisers love The Rebound, and they do, is that they know we have amazing fans. Right now, we have a survey that we'd like you to take to help us learn more about you. Just go to podsurvey.com slash The Rebound. Again, it's podsurvey.com slash The Rebound. The survey will only take five minutes. We're going to ask you some questions about yourself and what you'd like to buy, but it's anonymous. And your answers help us find advertisers that are well-matched to you, your interests, and the show. When you're finished, you can enter a monthly drawing to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Holla! Once again, that's podsurvey.com slash The Rebound. Thanks for helping us find the best advertisers so that we can keep the show free. You're the greatest. And now, welcome back to the Eddie Q Music Power Hour. <laughs> All songs lovingly curated by Eddie Q. We play four, We play 14 seconds of each song <laughs> <laughs> before skipping to the next one. It's, 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 I hear the Eddie Q Power Hour is distributed worldwide, 24-7, by three DJs <laughs> in London, in New York, in Los Angeles. Uh, connecting artists with people through connect. Artists is, is, who are also people, people and artists. Connecting and with people Connecting who are also with, artists. The, with the artists to make the music happen. I thought that the the most surprising announcement was the ping integration in Apple Music. I I was taken aback by that. I want to disclose up front, I have read all of the Dan Moore and Jason Snell live log of the keynote. I have seen only the second half of the keynote. I have, well, no, I, at this point now, I've watched the first 35 minutes of the keynote as well. So okay. I'm catching up, but I haven't seen most of the iOS new stuff yet. I don't know what it looks like to multitask on an iPad. That is still a mystery to me. So well, I've read about that means, it. John, that we can make up anything we want sure, about iOS. Right. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be true, Lex. You you have no way of knowing. So I mean, I think we can all agree on several things that we learned at the announcement. Which one of which is Jimmy should never present again <laughs> on stage. <laughs> that is definitely one of. Them. I heard someone tell me last night at a party, like I thought he was refreshing, and I'm like, ah. Uh... <sighs> <laughs> I, I, I wanted to hug him. He was he made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> I was saying to Moltz on Twitter that it felt worse than like the most awkward scene on The Office. It was I, I was my skin was crawling. <laughs> and the terrible and then he he missed an apple joke like an a very apple centric thing that he revolutionary said revolutionary music service he said yeah he said this is it's three things which is you know like That's almost code. pulled That's verbatim steve from steve jobs's introduction of the iphone and he didn't get it everybody you know lots of people laughed people are he laughing. turned around he, turns he turned around and looked at the screen and he like <laughs> he did, they, I mean, did these guys send me up here as a prank what yeah they right. kick me on the screen <laughs> just kidding <laughs> Uh, he was uh, worse than Drake, but I have no idea what the hell Drake was well, a, doing the there or b talking about. Drake I, was at least Drake was a good uh, speaker. Yeah, he but, spoke great, um, but he didn't. He wasn't given anything to work with. Yeah, there was no. no I think that no... he was, and I think he ignored it. Uh, like, I, don't, I don't know. No, I think Apple had him up there to talk about this is why it's like so a exciting personal for artists. Like, come on, yeah, artists, right. it's cool here to come personalize on. the story of Connect for artists. Which you know, I mean, what like developers really give a rip about that? Yeah, that, well, that's, that's the whole problem with that that section of the keynote in general is that the people that it was appealing to by having, you know, a musician up on the stage and by having Eddie Q dancing to music were not the people who were in the room. That is not that's the wrong audience. The, there are legitimate people who might be very interested in Apple Music as a service, and some of them might be developers. But that that yes, that overlap, I feel like, is smaller than they think. And so they're up there, you know, 
promoting was essentially a very consumer facing feature at a conference where the first you know hour and a half two hours of this have all been about like really like developer features and that is weird it, it's just it's a fundamental disconnect in like apple dealing with its its different markets mm-hmm. and so you know as, as jason Snell was saying to me the the whole like here, I'm going to show you how to play music in a music app because you savages have never used a music <laughs> app before. So, uh, they, I think they need like a 12 month moratorium on on Eddie. They, you um, might call that a miscue, John. Yeah, they need to they need to take Eddie back into the shop and retool him. <laughs> sort of like Eddie, you know, Eddie Q, robot or not? Yeah, <laughs> um, he's the Google think... Glass of Apple presentations. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what what I noticed, especially rewatching from the beginning here, was that there was a surprising amount of Apple trying to be amusing. Now, a lot of times, many keynotes have been humorous, and like when they show, here's all my ignored emails from Phil Schiller, and they're funny looking emails. Like I'm okay with all of that, but there were many jokes just for the sake of making jokes. And I feel like they don't need to do that. Well, so like, most, I don't mind it exactly, but it's weird. Most of them like, aren't comedians, right? And I think you right. know, most of them, except for Eddie. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> well, that's the thing. is like So I thought that the intro video was legitimately amusing with Bill I Hader. It was, I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought that, it was really good. And, and Apple doesn't always land funny, right? Like, right. they try, and sometimes it goes flat, and they just, because they don't, they don't have an ear for it necessarily. But th- that video suggested to me, like, let's hire someone. They did. They got somebody. Yeah. yeah let's hire was, someone to write this. And they did the same thing with Stephen Colbert, and it, that didn't work quite as well at all. Right. Right. I think. Um, but this one really was really good. The production values were good, and the jokes Hader were funny. And, yeah. yeah, right. And, and uh, Danny Pudi. Danny Pudi is yep. hysterical. So Yeah, so I thought yeah. that was that was solid. But and, and I don't know. I think Craig mainly gets away with it because I think he's, he's very charming as a yes. presenter. And yeah. his jokes usually work. But... Most of the rest of them should not be attempting well, too much. It's somebody somebody else made this point. I can't remember who it was, but he he does. He's like dad joking. I mean, he he tells terrible jokes, but he, he knows they're bad. He smiles right. He smiles at the audience to let them know. I know that was terrible. Yeah, and he and that's he's what, also and that's what he's makes also it funny. smooth enough that he can recover. Like there was a couple points where there were clearly something did not go exactly as he wanted it to but he does a good job of like covering those things and stepping over them and and he's not you know i always hearken back to the first time he presented you know like an apple town hall thing and his hand was like shaking and you know yeah. he's come a long yeah, way he and really he has. is easily their best presenter now drugs are awesome but i what <laughs> the what i uh do drugs kids that's that's, that's our that, message that, today that's the jimmy iovane lesson lex oh, i would like to see the apple community maybe the apple developer community kickstart um giant tubs of lube to send to tim cook <laughs> because i think if, that might be taken the wrong way lex but look if they're gonna if they're gonna photoshop out the thing that everybody knew was there and they're gonna launch and again that's a, a thing where it seems like they were trying to be funny and cute and entertaining well that was a, uh, it that had was nothing to do with anything and as phil michaels complained about yep. vociferously on twitter like hey let's give millionaires more free apple shit it's it, it feels tone deaf. Like oh, I yeah. get that, what, that like, in particular. I mean, I, I don't. I don't. You know, I don't. First of all, I don't think everybody knew about that note, um, and I would really did not expect them to do anything other than than edit that out. But yeah, giving giving. Hey, we just gave a bunch of crap for free to a bunch of millionaires. <laughs> that, that's just that's great. Particularly after like this. Wa- I mean, the whole watch 
thing yeah, where right. they're already they're giving them away to celebrities and they yeah you know, it's just that uh, I, I really expected Tim Cook to say essentially and we've donated a bunch of computers and like MacBooks and iPads to like schools in Cleveland, you know, and we're keeping your ball. See, that would be good, like, right? That, that would be a totally different place. Yeah. So much smarter. And I don't yes. and like and Tim Cook seems to be a pretty toned in, like tuned in guy when it comes to like humanitarian stuff. And so it really surprised me that he was right. like I agree. Yeah, he jumped on board with that whole like celebrity angle of it. And that that I agree. That was I at the time, even as I was watching that and feeling like this is kind of awkward. Like this is this is the bad side of Apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I yeah I mean so, on the whole I actually thought the whole the whole keynote was fairly good yeah I mean the, I mean the, particularly I mean music. when you when you look at the actual <laughs> things that they announced well but I mean you know music it, is weird. still Apple Music yes. is a weird service I don't entirely get it and I think that's in part because they did a terrible job explaining yes it. they did they've done a terrible job explaining how it relates to the products they already have right um, that's the thing that's the thing I really don't get it's like what does this do for everything else that well, exists they could have come out and explained very carefully like all right so we've had iTunes match and iTunes in the cloud and this is how this is going to work and if you have a Beats Music subscription already it's going to transfer over blah 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 like right. you could have instead of having Eddie Q mugging for the camera and playing music you could have actually been giving us information because i went online afterwards and looked at the apple music page and like there's a bunch of stuff on there and i still think some of it is a little bizarre just because of the discrepancies between what you get like at the free tier and the paid tier um because there's there are some like for example you can follow artists and read their feeds for free but if you want to play any of the content that they post you need to be a paid member which i think is weird I understand why they're doing it, but it feels like a strange divide to me. Like, oh, yeah, engage with your artists up until you actually want to listen to their songs. And then, you know, again, just got to give them the money. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure the artists are glad, are happy to have an ability to monetize their, you know, brain drippings, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Like, oh, I just wrote these lyrics to a song. Take a look. Oh, that'll be, you know, five dollars. Um, I'm, I'm totally not at all interested in any of the parts of Apple Music that aren't the playing music parts. That, like, and, uh, and you yeah, can't I'm, just get that. Sorry, right. it, I'm pretty, no, it feels yeah. it feels like very ping esque to me. I yes. don't need another place to follow these <laughs> artists. I don't, and, and not in a good way. I don't think there is a good way to refer to ping unless it's as a punchline. But uh, it's I don't. It's I, I just can't imagine that people are like oh good. I, what I craved was some better way to follow artists who want to promote their new albums. You're like you got to follow them on Twitter and Facebook where you're already looking at them. You don't want something else. But and, and the question to me was, you know, they pulled out like the independent like young guy who is like, oh, this guy's never, this song's never been heard before, and it's like, well, so what does that dude have to do to get on Apple Music? Does he have to like buy in, or can he just like be show up and be like, I'm going to post stuff, and if people follow me, like, you know, that's great, and I get some sort of kickback from apple presumably right like right. it's presumably not for free um because the artists i would assume get some sort of cut otherwise there's why would they do it uh, right and so i i and i don't i guess i don't understand what the point of that is i understand if you want to be apple wants to make apple wants to take everything right they want to be like okay don't go to youtube for music videos anymore we're going to put those all on apple music and and don't go over to, to you know whatever other music's a pitchfork <laughs> i don't know and come to us everybody come to us but it's it's a weird it's a one-stop shop for music but they're only if you pay for certain things but you still it's a half-stop shop for music if you want it for free so i don't know it's just it seems muddled well, let's talk yeah. about better stuff. Let's talk about <laughs> I'm better I'm glad stuff. we're all going to enjoy. We're all going to enjoy. I don't even want a streaming music service. So there. <laughs> I was willing to be excited about, about it. But it's until it comes to Sonos, now it's like dead to me. 
right now now that i've worn yeah. a chris breen's tribe like if it's not if it's not sonos compatible then it, apple if, music if, means nothing to me yeah if it doesn't work on my amazon echo i'm gonna be really really upset <laughs> good luck with that <laughs> good luck yeah right right um well so i was gonna say let's talk about the stuff that's actually cool which is like the os 10 and ios stuff and watch os stuff and watch, watch os guys watch os six watch six weeks watch in us. we've already got watch watch os as a has been pointed out online several of the features are like hey guess what's coming in watch os 2 uh, are things they announced when they unveiled the watch in the first place <laughs> that they just watch didn't OS get one done. stuff well that, I, didn't, that I was, we never got i was interested in that the time lapse faces two of the five time lapse faces are for cities in china so in yeah. case you think that they're not really interested in china between that and the fact that they're getting like all of china on public transit before most right. of the u.s although it's been pointed out to me that's because i think there's a, cent- a central clearinghouse for chinese public transit data like they're the you know, go communism. There's <laughs> one one place that has all the data, as opposed to all the different cities. So that's probably a little easier. But yeah. China's China's big. I hear. <laughs> <laughs> Never been there. Couldn't speak to it myself, but I hear it's big. I have been there. It's big. Yes, mm-hmm. it's true. So I liked a lot of stuff they showed for all the new things for the Mac and for the watch and for the phone and iPad. I haven't seen the multitasking thing yet, but the, it's still playing here on mute. I'm hoping that at some point this lady's going to be done talking about Apple Pay and I'm going to see these multitasking I, features. Which is funny because I would argue, and I, I this was my gut reaction yesterday, I thought the iPad stuff they announced was the best stuff from the entire presentation. I'm waiting to get there. You should have skipped right there, Lex. I don't know what you're doing I, watching all this other gonna, crap. What are you, you're going to skill log know. off the... Uh... Uh, off of Skype to watch it? Is that what you're going to No, no I'm watching it right it now. I just want to see. It's playing. It's, <laughs> you just want to watch it is what you're saying. I, you're just, I haven't actually seen what it looks to like. It. Could you like, just narrate it to us as we go? Like, just what, what's happening now? <laughs> For people Federer, who haven't he is seen back, the and he's going to be looking. He's talking about uh, notes on iOS. No, oh, no, yeah, notes no, got no. a big, big upgrade. Yeah. Um, <laughs> weird. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it might affect some friends of ours. If you wanted to, If you wanted to make a bet about things that showed up, in an Apple keynote. Oh, yeah. I notes. would not have done that. Who would have put would money not, on notes? Would not have put any money on that at all. Although, yeah. So, uh, also would not have put any money on them uh, announcing a version for Android for Apple yeah. Music. Yeah. That was, that was pretty surprising. Also, too. things not mentioned in the keynote, their, their Android migration app, yeah. which is fascinating. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's a, I, I, I guess that will be really handy for Apple Store employees who are like, bring in your old phone and we'll move you to right. an, an iPhone. But it's also for more tech-savvy people, having the opportunity to do them that, that themselves is probably easier. So you guys are, are tech journalists. Um, <laughs> at least John loosely. is. But so <laughs> the a question that I have is they talked about photo searching. And they talked about how we talked, like we were talking about last week about Google Photos and its magical search features. And he's like, show me the karaoke photos. But it, they, they didn't, he didn't explain yeah. how search the, the, how knew did that, that those were I'm, Google, I'm guessing that was photos. tagged. Yeah, I don't yes, think it works that's what as I well think with yeah. the Google stuff. Is yeah. But I saw lots of chatter. People were like, oh, is that like the same thing Google is doing? Um, nope. But I'm pretty sure it is not. I think it can search based on time and location, which are things that are yeah. auto-tagged, right? So right. if you want to say, yep. as he pointed out, show me all the pictures from San Francisco last June, that's easy. But yeah. it does not, I think, probably analyze the contents of each photo and then sort of figure out semantically what's happening in that photo. So uh, we're going to stay focused on Apple's announcements. But I just, as a quick example, again, of how insane the Google thing is, took my kids to a museum with my parents were visiting. So we all went to this museum on Sunday and everybody posed uh, inside these cutouts they had of astronauts and you put your face through the cutouts, whatever. And then we're home and Liam wants to see him and my phone has, you know, 
thousands and thousands of photos that it's imported and not all from the museum. Don't worry. But I just type into Google search to try that like astronaut. And it's like, Hey, there's all the 10 photos we just took of those wow. things. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's, so that's that my is, point. That it's is crazy. very cool. Well, next year, right? <laughs> that's on the I list. mean, they, they, you know, they literally did copy a whole bunch of stuff from other platforms and, and bring it to us yesterday. So quite possibly. What are you thinking of specific? Like uh, you're talking about the multitasking stuff? Well, the multi, yeah, particularly the multitasking stuff. Um, and you could say a streaming music service would be copying somebody else too if you were un- unkind. When I see Ben the PC guy and other Windows enthusiasts uh, saying, oh, look at this. They're just copying what we put on the surface a year ago. Sir. Really? And where did, you, where did your idea of a multi-touch tablet come from, <laughs> dear friends at Microsoft? Well, that, that game never works, right? Because sooner or later, right. everything points to comes, something else, right? You everything can, everything comes back to Mac OS I was going to say, everything comes back to Xerox <laughs> Park if you want to go back yeah. far enough, right? And even that Dumb. was probably like, oh, those guys at Xerox, they're totally S- copying System us. 7, System 7. Um, but I, mean, that was right. I agree, but I think the young people made the good point that Apple does a good Maltz job. Maltz is of, doing his own follow-up yeah. live. Yeah, right, right, yeah. <laughs> so, well, someone will. Apple does a better job than most places of than, you know, thinking about how does this feature work. Um, right. And, and I think, you know, sure, they're copying the feature, but the, at the same time, there's less of an argument now. I, Apple's position itself in a point where it's not about like, oh, this platform can do this. That platform can't do this. Like, I feel like you're an Apple. You buy Apple products because you want an Apple product, right? Not necessarily because like it's got this key feature that nothing else can do. You want it for the experience and the fact that it works well with other stuff in in your in your life. And the same being said for you know a Microsoft product or a Google product, like. These days, it's about buying into the ecosystem, not about product features necessarily that are better in one place or another, I think. Yeah, but, yeah and, and, and I feel like the people who argue that stuff are, are a small – there's a small contingent of people who are probably already diehard fans right, of one platform sure. or another. Right. I mean, you could look at the Android thing last week and say the same thing, right? Like, oh, Android added – you know, Google added all this stuff to Android that was already on iOS, like app permissions. <laughs> uh um and stuff like that so you know i i don't think that there's whatever you know, there's a lot of copying that goes on in technology as it turns out shocking <laughs> i'm like, looking at the i'm looking at the music page and it shows the platforms that it's available for ios watch os mac and then pc and the pc icon is just a so the mac icon is is like a macbook air or no it's probably a macbook it's like an incredibly thin <laughs> laptop with thin bezels the pc icon is another laptop it's just got thicker it's a thicker bottom with thicker bezels <laughs> could you take this icon and just make it uglier just guys? Make, it look, make it look clunkier well so i i thought you know like i said i think the multitasking stuff in the ipad is the biggest although i'm disappointed the split screen stuff only works on an air 2 though it is it is trying yeah i feel like that is a more compelling argument for an Air 2 that well, I've that's, had so far. Which is probably why it's there. <laughs> well, I wrote a thing last week on Macworld saying, like, they, I, they've kind of lost their way with the iPad. And they're not they're not presenting a good idea of why you yeah. want this as opposed to a Mac. Right. Um, you know, why particularly, you... particularly when they brought a bunch of usability features to the 6 Plus, the iPhone 6 Plus, that were not present in the iPad at all. And now right, at least they're, they're trying to address that. Yeah, so I think they're trying to carve out a, a niche for the iPad, and you know, having having features that ship only on the iPad slash on the Mac, sort of with the split screen thing, like that's I wouldn't have bet on that either a few years ago, right? Because you know they they mm-hmm. seem pretty 
pretty tuned into having trying to release their features on the same platforms. Like that, they kept feature parity on the iPad and the iPhone for a long time, and I think that was to the iPad's disservice. Yes, uh, and so they're they're moving to correct that now, and which is smart because the iPad has not done so well recently. Right, uh, and so finding a reason why people actually want to buy it, and hey, I the idea of doing two apps at once, like and being able to like look at links on a Safari while writing an article, that is huge. That is huge. That's one yes. of the biggest yeah. impediments I've yeah. had for working on my iPad. Right. Yeah, I mean, I might I might start using it a little bit more for working. I mean, I mostly used it when I did use it because of, for mobility purposes. Yeah. Because it was so much smaller than, I mean, back then I was using a MacBook Pro. And now that I've got an Air, it's less of a difference. So I tend to just like fold up the Air and take it with me. Although it makes if me I, If I want to do some typing. If you've got like one of those, it's the new MacBook and like an iPad Air 2, especially if you add like a keyboard case to the Air 2, like it really oh, yeah, comes down probably... to what do you, which OS do you want to use? Right. Like, cause those two things are like almost the same in weight. You know, they can do a lot of the same stuff. They I, I think the MacBook might even be more than like an error two with an, with a keyboard cover because with most case, of the keyboard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, most of the keyboard covers are even, even the ones that are just like clip on and, and fold up and, and are not an entire case that wrap around the whole thing. I think may end up making the whole thing way more than the, the new MacBook. Yeah. So it, it becomes a little fascinating to me because it's like, well, the, you know, the iPad has advantages in terms of like battery life and it's, you know, you can detach it and use it as a tablet um but the macbook is still more powerful but they're getting they're getting closer and closer together which is yeah. i find fascinating because yeah there's no reason it feels like there's no reason to own both like say a macbook and an ipad air 2 right unless you're a madman <laughs> um are you guys going to use the news app all the time <laughs> oh man uh, i'm glad newsstand is dead can we all agree on that well sure but I, I don't really, I don't really care. Have they I mean, officially I said it's used dead? it? And I haven't used it in quite a while. They they did one of those deaths by omission where it's like, yeah, because because what I don't know is like the Wall Street Journal releases itself via newsstand, and my parents use newsstand every New day Times, so they can yeah. read the Wall Street Journal, right? And so it's not gonna, they're not gonna suddenly say, okay, we at the Wall Street Journal will now custom make every issue to work with news instead with custom layouts or whatever. No, the, so, the things that are in newsstand now become solo icons. That's that's my guess. Is they're apps? That was right? No, I think. Well, I th- I've re- well, I've read that anyway. I read okay. that someplace. Well, that makes they, sense. They, 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 well, if you've read it, yeah, <laughs> I read it on on the internet. Well, so, tell us where yeah, well, well, on it. You know? <laughs> Look, I don't have specifics right now. Okay. The show is no. I, well, I thought that I thought that that was confirmed, but I'm. I well, I, I was really amused that Gruber did not know. The, I was amused that Gruber did not know he was going to get mentioned uh, for Daring Fireball in the news thing. And it's like everything they talk about is here's this news app that takes the visuals and the text is like, yeah, oh, and yeah. she taps on it, but they don't show any <laughs> articles from it because there ain't going to be any visuals there. And I just found that really funny. Well, between Wait that, to see how all those great we can pictures, make a Daring Fireball article. Gonna dare, daring Fireball for. Well, you know, between the Daring Fireball mention, the fact that notes got upgraded. And they added markdown comments to Swift. I was like, this is like yeah. a this is like a John Gruber heavy keynote here. Yeah. Stick with the writing. And then Gruber came up and did his karaoke number, and that was Right. Yeah. Um now I, it was a big deal. Obviously they had they had I think two female presenters during the show. They did. But yeah. I had this I had this concern. And like, they did they did much better than than the, the new male presenters that they had on the right. show. Right. The 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 women both were were excellent. Um but it's you get into this issue of well 
now so that was like well, okay now we're great look we had two women present so now do they always have to have two women present or if they don't have three next time are they in trouble like i don't know well they it's also a still have a, a problem with you know minorities there they did not have any aside from drake who is <laughs> right, not, yeah. not an apple well, employee and possibly eddie q though that was right the most, i felt like that was eddie q so hammed in his cuban so blood blatant <laughs> so blatant and so was i wasn't like, alone okay i, yeah. thought no, maybe I, I felt alone. so awkward at that part because i didn't I, actually years, i didn't think that actually. oh for years i have you know I mean, when people argue like okay there's everybody on on you know apple's board is a white guy and it's like well okay eddie is you know part latino like you know, at least you know and so i feel <laughs> he or, makes like in a span of 45 seconds he may rewatch so, his portion he, he so makes six awkward. references this is Cuban blood. So it's pretty... awkward. Which he's never done. I don't think he's has he ever done that before. I don't think so. No, no. I don't think no. so. It, that I felt think they've like talked about yurts more than this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that felt like a deliberate like, hey, we're we're diverse, and it, right. it came again like so many other things landed kind of flat because it. Felt I love so Cuban late. music because I love Cuban dancing. Well, I think it's the Cuban blood in me. It was like, come on, <laughs> here I'm eating a Cuban sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Have I told you about the Cuban missile crisis? <laughs> Let's say I want to search on Cuban our local, <laughs> our local supermarket is called ShopRite. This relates, I promise. And ShopRite makes announcements over the speakers that are pre-recorded. And I pointed out to my wife that when you're listening to the announcements, they say shop over and over again in a clear attempt to get you to somehow oh. be mentally triggered to spend more. <laughs> Shoppers on your shopping trip at ShopRite today, make sure you shop our ShopRite specials. Like they say shop again and again. And that's how it felt when Eddie Q was mentioning the word Cuban over and over again. Um, but consume they, do, they also they, whisper consume <laughs> but they do still have a and you know and this is christina warren did a excellent she got to interview tim cook um about diversity stuff and that was actually a really good article over at mashable um and they you know alluded to the fact that in apple's diversity report last year they they have something like seven percent african-american compared to 13 percent like you know of african-american like african-americans in the u.s or something um and you know they they're like well we got to do better on that and and i think you know that is that is a glaring thing right now because they do have um they do have some some african american women in uh, in high positions if you look at the bios page lisa jackson who heads up the uh, environmental and i think now accessibility stuff yeah. um and then they also i believe their head of hr is also an african american woman not that you're probably ever going to get the head of hr on stage at an apple <laughs> event that seems unlikely let's talk to you about our like, benefits like I'm here something today unfortunate to tell you about cobra really if something unfortunate happens <laughs> we'll have the head of hr come out and explain the incident here's why phil schiller can't be with us today um <laughs> more, more likely eddie seems like eddie's the one who would uh I what what He's made me uncomfortable? He wrenched his back. Cuban dancing. <laughs> You're right that Christina Warren's interview was great, but it made me a little annoyed at Tim Cook, whom I obviously love. How can you not love Tim Cook? But he's like, she's you know, you don't really have any women ever. And he's like, well, we're gonna fix that. Just wait till tomorrow. So is it fixed now? We had two women on stage, so now it's all fixed. Like it, I didn't like the way his answer made it seem like it's a super pat issue. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's still an executive, right? He's going to spin things. And I, I think that it was good for him to have that sort of publicity of working with, like, the students who won the scholarships to WWDC. Um, but clearly, Apple needs to do a more proactive job in just in terms of its hiring, right? And and just in terms of its hiring, not only its hiring, but, like, putting putting minorities in, in management positions or, or at least, you know giving the opportunities to to do that so because it does seem right now that their their executive team is so 
Whitey, so white, white. yeah, so monochrome <laughs> that uh, yeah. that's that a problem. That is a problem. Yeah, I'm with you. I just got to quick type, by the way. Mm. <laughs> that's that's where I am. Any, any, any thoughts, Lex? Um, sure. Is it open? And I, so they got the two finger scrolling thing for the, to trackpad it around. Is that what quick type? What's the what is, is well, that quick type? type? Is there's another bar on top of the yes, keyboard the, on the like iPad. copy and paste. So stuff co- and cut, copy, paste, okay. and that is, I believe, open to developers. I've heard. I was going to say, yeah, because this is clearly male focus because it's got the photo attachment and then other attachment. Yeah. What does the other attachment draw from? Because there's a camera icon and there's also a paperclip. What is the paperclip? I like wonder if attach? that's the file browser. Um, like did they, they show it? Is he going to tap it? Am I about to find out? They did no. not. They did not use it. But they, someone has alluded to. I guess there's uh, several sources have said there's an iCloud Drive app now. That would be exciting. Um, although I mean, and and I think Renee Ritchie said something about our document picker nightmare is now over. And it's like, well, I I liked the idea of the document picker, but I agree that it was horrendously implemented. Um, but it, you know, if you could have the ability to attach files to mail apps, which you can't really do right now unless you have an app that then lets you like if i'm using like goodreader and i can like email something from goodreader but i can't be in mail and attach a a file from some other application which seems ridiculous because i frequently want to do that especially you know if i'm working on something here's a manuscript here's something i wrote here's a text file can't do that unless i go to the text file app and like send it from there which is weird so i'm hoping they've corrected for that Okay, but you're most excited about multitasking, is what I, you said. You know, it, it is. I think the between so there's there's three things here. We've got um, slide over. I'm literally just seeing it now, so I don't know any of this. You so have I will tell you, slide, slide over is a thing where you can kind of like <laughs> swipe from one one side of the screen, and it brings up like a column of uh, I think what whatever of a app, different app, yeah, right? whatever app yeah. you most recently used. And what's kind of cool about it, as they point out, is that it uses the auto layout stuff they introduced for iPhone six six plus. So if you've already implemented all that stuff. Your app basically just automatically Does it works. Automatically. I heard this morning from a developer. I don't know if I'm allowed to say on screen on on the podcast or not, but I heard from this morning from a developer who was like, "Yeah, it, it took me five minutes." Well, how did he do this thing? Since I have it muted, where he had messages in that sidebar, and then he did something and he saw all the other apps that he could put there instead. How did he do that? What was the gesture? I think you. you no, know, I don't think down. he did. He explain that. Yeah, I think you pull down from the top. Okay, and and it gives you sort of like a. Uh, like a like the application the, switcher. Uh, yeah, yeah, the application switcher. And you scroll back through all the things you've recently used, and you can kind of pin them to the side there, um, which I think is cool. And that will be available on all the iPads, I think. Well, the recent, the recent, yeah, the recent iPads, ones, like, yeah. I don't think yeah. you're going to get it on, on it. Uh-huh. Like a original iPad, iPad mini. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that's one. And so that way you can co- kind of like jump into a – an app like when you somebody texts you while you're watching something you can kind of like slide that over and, and easily you know see that conversation or if you want to like be talking or like checking email while looking at something a video or browsing the web or whatever you can do that but it's like a quick look thing it's not yeah they're you, not you, both there are interactions no, both, there, but it's not permanent and when you, once you finish your task but you're it, interacting like, you can only interact with what's in that sidebar until you make it go away right right it overlays more yeah. than anything else. You cannot interact with the app that's in the background. Right. Um, and then there is the true multitasking where you've got like a split view and both those apps are live at the same time. Right. Uh, and I was talking to our friend Guy English yesterday. He was like, yeah, think about how powerful that iPad Air 2 is if you can just run two apps without even blinking. Um, they have way, they have just so much power in that in that hardware that they did not apparently know what to do with, right? <laughs> um, 
so that that's cool because you can then shift like back and forth and they, they demo this on the mac as well you can like put two apps into into like a split screen mode shift how much of the screen they take up you know actually before john uh since john never comes to podcast recording sessions on time before john joined the call dan and i were talking about um do you use multiple desktops john uh no i used to <laughs> i stopped i don't know anybody who does yeah. um and when i do see somebody using multiple desktops on their mac i'm like wow you use multiple desktops tell me why i'm like well i really just do this one thing and that's it like i i want to use it and when I saw the demos for El Capitan, I was like, oh, that looks interesting. But I don't know. I, 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 it, it always feels like it ends up slowing me down more than it helps me. Like I never know exactly where I am and I want to be able to just tab quickly between things and it's constantly flipping my screen back and forth. Like I've, the longest yeah. I've lasted is two hours. <laughs> and I'm like, well, let's go back to one desktop again. So are, are you going to switch now? Do you feel like now? I'll try it again. I'll definitely put try it again. Side by side. Yeah, actually, I mean, I think that I think could the be... split screen is better than the than the multiple desktops. But yeah, which is not tied into the multiple desktops. So right, but it seems like well, there... sort of is because you can there... do the split screen on a specific desktop. Like you can drag them and set up a desktop. Yeah, but if I'm it. only running one, I still do it. You know, I mean, I just yeah. it doesn't. I don't need to. I don't need to re-enable multiple desktops in order to do that. But when you're doing the split screen, all it's doing in this case is resizing windows, right? Or is it doing something more than that? I think there's a different sort of layer going on there. It feels like an adaptation of the full screen mode. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. So it is. Uh, it will become another desktop, right? Because if you put two apps side by side, um, now they're a full screen mode sort of environment. And you're going to have to, I'm guessing, change desktops to go back to the rest of your Mac. Yeah, I think that. I so think chew on right. that, Moltz. <laughs> Thanks, Lex. <laughs> delicious am i am i still paying for getting here like two minutes late <laughs> is that what's going on so there's cumulative minutes late from the entire 40 episodes we've done you're actually now an hour late john it adds it's exponential up. too it bad you up. don't have a time machine see what i did there uh, time, time i mean time travel, time travel. You can't time travel. with your time capsule um joe if we just talk about watch stuff because that's, yeah, what, we, that's yeah. what we do on this podcast. Well, we did. We mentioned it a little bit because Lex pointed out that all that stuff seems like it should have been well, so, <laughs> there I mean, from a day lot one, of but that's so, okay. But that's okay. We're looking forward to having it. Right? Third-party complications is a awesome new feature. <laughs> yeah. I, although I didn't think any of the ones that they showed were super impressive except for maybe like Please say the having electric the car. electric car. Please say the electric car. Thank good. you. <laughs> oh, I win, I win something in Lex Friedman bingo but, right now. <laughs> Nissan's app is so terrible that I have no high hopes. Like, it's... I, I can't imagine Nissan's going to do anything good because they're. I have a garbage. Volkswagen, but it's not electric. <laughs> if it could tell me how much gas is in my car, that would also be handy. But I somehow don't feel like that's the thing they're going to do. Um, I don't know. I mean, there are some. I think that being able to get, say, weather from a different weather app, if you have a preferred weather app, or right. being able to get like the I like the flight reminders. I thought you would like that, Lex. You you travel a lot. It's true. I do, but I, I it seemed annoying to me that when you used. What do they call it? Time travel. Yeah. That it was like, now you'll be in the air. Like, I don't actually, I don't need that level of granularity. I'm okay. But it was like, as he was scrolling through, it was like boarding. I don't need someone at boards. I just want to know what time my fucking flight is. I'll figure out the rest on my own. It's fine. <laughs> so it was a little annoying. Rushing to the men's room. Yeah. I don't know if the time travel feature is something that I need. I thought it was it smart. Right? It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. But I don't know if I need it. Yeah. I'm not scheduled that well, as you do know. <laughs> Like it's just, I'm gonna go forward in time. It's just gonna be a blank. It's gonna be a blank screen. <laughs> you still have no appointments. Yeah, 
Get some friends, John. Nobody, nobody loves you. We all die alone and afraid. <laughs> wow, this is a really good time travel device. What if you scrolled all the way to the end of the time travel thing and I, I told know, you when you right? die? Yeah, that's right. Did he imply that it was showing what your projected battery life would be as you scrolled if the battery complication was on there? Oh, I see. I misunderstood. I wasn't paying enough attention. Though I did wonder if that would also work for the watch because that would be fascinating. It's like the watch seeing its own death. <laughs> if you scroll far enough, it's like new generation watch comes out. Yeah. <laughs> That's an Easter egg. Yeah. Actually, speaking of that, that was the thing I wanted to bring up. I don't I'm going to go out on a limb now. I'm going to I'm going to bet my money now. No, We're on a limb. No Apple Watch 2 this year. I don't think there is one. Oh, what? Like hardware? Yeah. I don't think there's one this year. Yeah, I, I agree. I, think- I agree. I think there will be new bands this year. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I like that. Oh. I think I think they've, as they pointed out, six weeks in, and we're already doing Watch OS two. I think that means no new hardware this year. Because, and here's my theory: I think that they, I think they dug themselves into a hole with the iPad because they released the iPad, yeah, and they, you know, revved it really quickly, and so to the point where they didn't know what the refresh cycle was going to be like, right? And that's what we're seeing now: is people like holding onto their iPads for a really long time because they they are pretty usable, but they got into the trap of having to release one every year. And so now if they don't right. release a new iPad in a year, people freak out and are like, oh, you, oh, if Apple doesn't release a new iPad, they're doomed, you know, and, and they can't really, it's hard for them to dial that back. And so they've gotten to the point where especially the iPad is like super overpowered because they released it every year. Um, but they've also have these this sales dip because nobody's buying new iPads every year except for technology journalists. Um, and so I think that they want to <laughs> set expectations with the watch. And, you know, if people ask them in the fall, oh, no new Apple Watch, they'll be like, yeah, we think it's on a different a different product cycle. You know, right. we'll release one when it's time. And I think that that way they give themselves some flexibility if they want to release one in like a year and a half from now. And plus, it, it make, you know, again, we've talked about this before. What happens when if you have an Apple Watch 1 and they release the Apple Watch 2, are you going to go out and spend 500 bucks on like a new Apple Watch? I, I don't think they want to encourage that. I think that they want this device to have some longevity. Sure. Um, so I think I think no new Apple Watch for a while. I agree. Are you wearing your Apple Watches right now? I am. Yes. I uh, last night <laughs> as I was trick? going to bed, <laughs> yeah, nope, I, I was is. like, "Let me try this thing that they showed with this nightstand mode, and um, with the charger in it, and with at least with the Milanese loop, I was finding it pretty difficult to get my watch to stay standing the way it would for nightstand mode." That sounds like a personal problem. No, <laughs> I mean, like if I have if I just put the watch on my desk right now, which I've just done, Wait, it just it collapses. Yeah, but if you put the if you have the um, oh the charger pulls it I, down. I think it something. is a Milanese issue. No, if I have the it is it is. If you're, I have you're a people in issue. Milan have this problem all the time. <laughs> if you have the charger there, lifting up the bottom of the watch face a little bit off the ground, you know, because the cable's going under or whatever, like the the Milanese starts collapsing because it's like oh right. you're folding me up now. Yeah. So then it yeah. Falls the, the the sport won't the sport won't do that. Yeah. Yeah, because I that's I mean that's basically the way I charge mine now. It's sitting in that position all night long. I thought that was clever, though, that they, you know, using it as an alarm clock. I yeah, that's I mean, a, that's a handy usage. Should be in Watch 1.0. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. Seems kind of obvious, yeah, but all right, fine. Yeah. I'll wait. I guess I'll wait until fall. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, there were a couple. I thought there were a couple other things on there that, that seemed kind of cool. Like, I, I like the third-party integration i think it's great that they'll be able to write native apps because it looks like those did launch a lot snappier than the uh crappy companion apps that we have now still no uh third-party watch faces though 
Yeah, no. I think they're trying to control that pretty heavily. Yeah, I don't I think don't they've. Think I think they don't if you want look to run at, into that. You know, if you look at Jason's piece on Six Colors from last week about like the astronomy and solar faces and kind of the bizarreness of those, I feel like they haven't figured out exactly what to do with watch faces yet, and I think they're waiting to sort of lock that down before they start making it. I just figured parties. that they would do it in stages, right? The first is really you can they'll give you the ingredients of the face that you're allowed to have and it won't be like you can add other custom features. Like you won't be able to do a solar type thing, but right. you can start with the utility. You can have hours, you can have minutes, you can have a second hand, you can like you can stylize those pieces however you desire, but like it's more like templating versus sure. uh, do whatever the hell you want. I just thought that I cuz I don't know. I could imagine other cool clock faces. I like utility, yeah. but I would like a Something that does everything utility does, but that had even different. I can't. The thing looks. that I can't imagine is 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 controlling all those different features through the watch itself. It which, seems which like there features? aren't enough. Well, like as you add different, like there are other faces that I'd be interested in using, but I can't add like the numbers and the way that I want to add them, or the little like tick marks around the watch face the way I want to add them. So I'm stuck with the utility one. Which right. which does most of what I want, but not everything exactly the way I want. And given given the two, you know, given basically you have the crown and the button and like force touch. I, I don't know. It seems like it, you might, I don't know, might do better to have some of that managed through the phone app. Well, the, the, it sounded like they were trying to bring more stuff onto the watch because like I'm pretty excited that they doubled down on the whole friends thing. <laughs> Yeah, more friends. That's the problem. <laughs> Did anybody else allow themselves to hope that they were going to say, "And well, now we're going to let you customize what this stupid fucking button does"? Like, I, I gave myself a moment to believe. No, I, 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 just, I had a. Brief, I didn't think they were going to do a that, brief but... hope. Quickly dashed. I will yeah. say the most. I seriously, I've not. I have not pressed that button. I don't think I've ever actually pressed that button. Apple me, Pay, me, meaningfully. Apple Pay. Um, yeah, I haven't. Well, I haven't used it yet. Most important announcement of the Apple Watch OS two: multiple colors in your drawings. <laughs> yeah, that's a big deal. I, you know what, that <laughs> happens to me all the time. Every time I'm, I'm sending things to Lex, it's like, why can't I use I, a second color? I have chosen to allow myself to believe that part of Watch OS two that they didn't announce yet, Watchos, is that you'll be able to send drawings and heartbeats to people who aren't on one of your friends list they, if they if they are noted as being doing that and they're not in any of your custom lists that you can get to them anyway that's yeah, my hope. the problem with that is there's no i don't know what the interface for that is because they need to make an app they need to make like a digital touch app because there's no other none of the other apps really support that right now but within messages right yeah but that so seems if weird I'm, to put it in messages because it's not really a messages thing it feels it, like, but it feels like. Yeah, it. But, but if it was yeah, a messages but, thing, then you could, in theory, send it to other stuff, other like people who don't have watches. Well, no, but it's just the same way that that button, the touch button, only shows up. Like right now, if I go to reply to a text, I get the smiley face for emojis, and I get the microphone for dictating. Oh, you're saying there's a, there's like a, a just, button would appear. Just give me a for, touch. Yeah, yeah. Right. give me the finger right. thing. Oh, there. That's where I. Yeah. That's where, where I want to go. Yeah, right. Give me the finger. finger. Give him a middle finger right there. <laughs> um, that's yeah. that's where I think of going. I don't. You frankly, I don't even know where you go now. Because I've never. Where do you? What's, what do you do? what's happening? Where, where are you going? Yeah, what where, are you doing? You, you hit the side button, and then oh, you yeah, go to your little wheel of friends. Yeah, that's yeah, why I've never hit that hit button, the, John. Yeah, Jeez, the damn that's thing. There's only two buttons. Um, uh, activation lock is they they did not talk about this during the keynote, but activation lock is coming to the Apple Watch, which uh, fixes that problem a couple weeks ago where people were like, you can wipe an Apple Watch, an Apple Watch, and uh, set it up again without any security whatsoever. Without needing to know a passcode. Why is there a little dot? There's a little dot next to Lex's circle. 
Why is there a little dot next to Alexis? Because uh, you have unread, you have unread touch messages from me. Is oh, is that guess. right? That's my guess. I think you just sent one. <laughs> I did. I sent you each one. Ooh, but it only has one color, Lex. This is very disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> that must be it. I want to sign every one of my sketches that I sent on the Apple Watch sent from my Apple Watch. <laughs> hey, do you think that's that they'll put that on by default if you reply from your Apple Watch? They didn't show it in the uh Oh, sent from my demo. Apple Watch? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I want on all those. <laughs> well, no, because like, <laughs> if I'm going to send a weird punctuationless message the way they did in the demo, then I wanted to say it was from my Apple Watch so you know I'm not just an idiot. I'm Apple Watching it. I'm a, I'm a wealthy idiot. That's what I want you to. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Send from my Apple Watch with with Melanie's loop. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly from my Apple Watch. Exactly that sucks at being a nightstand. <laughs> um. Let's see. What else? Transit directions. That's exciting. I can't yeah. believe they left Boston out though. I feel bad I'm for pissed you. off. I am super pissed off. It feels like a big enough public transit area that. They've had well, didn't years. they? I mean, the thing said more, so didn't that? Well, they'll roll. No, it, it out. said more under China. Yeah, three like hundred more oh, in that China. Right? That was more in China. Okay, yeah. Um, so I guess I'm moving to China. To China. <laughs> um, you like the food? Yeah, I I don't know. It's it's I, oh, it's good. So it good. Sucks. I'm annoyed. You got? Do you like eating? Do you like baby birds? Because um, <laughs> I, I know that story. How do you feel um, about fortune cookies? Because they're all over the place there, from what I understand. They are not. <laughs> I just give me my general so's chicken, and I'm happy. My restaurant lied to me. Yeah, I, I'm glad they added public transit. I'm a little, I'm a little irritated that they're not rolling it out broader. I understand it takes a lot of work, but they've had a lot of freaking time to a work on it. A lot of time. Do you guys use Apple Maps now? Are you Apple Maps people? Oh yeah, I bounce back and forth, but yeah, I, I mainly use it because everything built in works with it. Does Apple yeah. Maps, this is, shows you how often it is it, does it do any, like, real-time traffic reporting for you or no? Does it say, like, use this route because the other one is traffic-y? It, oh, I don't know about that. You know what? They said when they announced it that it should do that. I've never found that to happen. I've never seen it. No, and, like, I agree. And you so can look Google, at the, I mean, you can look at the map sure, and it, but it shows you. it reroute you automatically based on yeah, traffic no, I think it knows I, it's there. Well, here, here it's so weird because we have so few options for travel. Like, if I'm going to <laughs> Seattle, there's, like, there's basically two ways to get there, and they both suck. So there's like I, there's no opportunity for it to actually use that information. Well, and for me, I think that the back road, like a lot of the like small surface roads I use in Boston, are probably just it doesn't have a good idea of the traffic there. Yeah. So Google first, you know, was already doing its own traffic gathering. Then they bought Waze, Waze. Yeah. and so and now there's Waze data within the Google Maps app. I don't like Waze as an app to use. I think probably just because I got used to the way Google's map looks and Waze's looks different, and I don't like different, but. So Google is like, hey, if you turn, if you take this exit, it's seven minutes slower. And then sometimes like, hey, if you take that exit, it's going to be six yeah, minutes sure. faster. And I turned it on when I'm coming home from the airport, even though I know by now how to go home from the airport. I mean, it took years, but I now know how to go home from the airport. <laughs> I, yeah, and, I, I can't figure but, that airport out. But it, you know, there was just one time and it proved its weight in Melanie's loops. But there was one time where it was like, hey, if you take your regular <laughs> exit, it's going to be 42 minutes slower because there was like construction. Because I was getting home at 2 in the morning and you're doing overnight construction. I had no idea. It's like, take the next exit instead and you will get home like 40 minutes faster. And Maps, Apple Maps would never tell me that. So I'm a Google Apple man. Maps would lead you to your doom. <laughs> Apple Maps would have wasted 42 minutes. And I didn't even have a watch at the time to play with while I was in that traffic for 40 something minutes. So it would have been boring. But with time travel, you'll be able to scroll forward and see what traffic will be like. 
how long until there's a science fiction plot device where somebody's wearing the Apple Watch and they turn it to time travel and they actually start moving through time? It's already done. I wrote it. Oh. It's posting on six dollars later today. If, if I if I scroll forward, I will see it. Is it a, an erotic story? More of a neurotic story. What is the Apple Watch <laughs> strap to, Dan? I you don't want to know. Yeah, right. You don't want to Don't ask know. questions you don't want the answers to. I found a way to make your Melanie's lube stand up. <laughs> We're probably done, right? Yeah. I, I felt like I had to say because if I didn't, Moltz was going to. And then he didn't. So I was like, I better step up. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't even get it. I get it now. I get it. I get it. Now we're really I done. thought you had actually just discovered a way to, to get a stand up. <laughs> oh, now John's the clean one? This is ridiculous. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't finished my coffee yet. I guess that's the problem. <laughs>